Welcome to the Force Cancer Charity Podcast with all the latest from the team that offers support for anyone locally affected by cancer. Hello, my, my name's Annie. I'm one of the nurses here at the Force Cancer Support Centre in Exeter. Hi, and I'm Emma, one of the oncology support specialists, so counsellor. And we just want to let you know a little bit about our groups because we've got quite a few of them. And sometimes people find them really helpful um, because actually sharing an experience can be really reassuring for some people um, and can actually normalise what people are going through. I think there's something about knowing you're not alone in a, a, a situation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think cancer, people often mention, don't they, cancer can be quite isolating mm-hmm. and actually meeting with others who have had similar experiencing ca- experiences can um, less that feel a less lonely path mm-hmm. for them. Um, and yeah, we've seen it, haven't we, in the groups, people just get that real reassurance don't they from it is other I think people. it is that normalizing isn't it because if you're on your own you're not sure I mean I've heard people say I thought I was going mad I thought yeah. there was something wrong with me yeah and then at the end of a group session they're like oh yeah I, I they feel lighter almost because actually what they're experiencing yeah. of course they are yeah. and they can relate it to other people can yeah. relate to them isn't it it's just yeah. some of the worries people carry they think us are insignificant don't mm-hmm. they and they well that's too much to mention that or yeah. not important enough yeah, and, and they just try and perhaps they're their nearest and dearest they don't want to share that with them because maybe they won't have the same understanding as someone who's been through um, that that uh, similar treatment or experience of you know having a cancer diagnosis so there's something really uh, special isn't there about sharing that with someone um, who might have had a similar experience I think there's relief isn't there when we've sat with groups and you see that that happening in front of you that you can see the relief in people to know that actually I am okay this is okay that I feel this way or yeah people just I think you I think for some people they just don't have to explain how Mm. it is they just you know they just there's that sort of um unique understanding isn't there that people get it don't Mm. they they've they've done it you know albeit that everybody's experience will be different um, but there will be that that sort of knowledge that people will understand. It's that shared understanding, isn't it? But also sharing of what might help. Yeah. I think is yeah. key. So for some people, it's like I'm not sure what to do. Somebody else that's experienced that can share what might have helped yeah. them. And I think, yeah. again, it's that it's that that support of each other. Yeah. Um, and a support that it, I think even we can't offer. No. We we as professionals. Um, work with people and we have an understanding but there's yeah. something different Definitely. about actually living yeah. through something isn't it yeah. that they're able to yeah. uh, connect in a different way yeah um, I think it's a bit more authentic isn't mm-hmm. it because we can sort of uh, you know sort of not guess but we sort of have an idea about what people might be struggling with but actually mm. um, it's you know there's no substitute I don't think for someone who's had a similar experience and um, you know as we said that reassurance is really helpful. 
I think it's, you know, for some people coming into a group, it can be quite intimidating and yeah. unknown, isn't it, and yeah. what to expect. And yeah. I think um, what we do know is that initially people come in and they're quite apprehensive, aren't they? Uh, I think if you could um, compare the energy in a group from the few minutes of the first session to the last few minutes of the last, the comparison would yeah. be, we should maybe do that, I don't know. Yeah. But... Um, I, th I think there's always nerves when you first yeah. come in because what's going to be expected of me, what are the group going to be like, yeah. there's all of that that goes yeah. on. Yeah. But I think what we do know is that people engage with it as well, even at their own level, don't mm. they? So we've mm. had people that don't say yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, and that's okay, but they've gained from just listening to, to other people in the yeah. group, isn't there? There's no expectation or pressure to... No. And I think there's a safety in the group. I think we're quite... Um, we're quite keen to reinforce that, you know, that we know, because it, as you say, it's really daunting. You don't know whether people are going to be upset in the group mm. or say too much or too little. And so I think we, we do really focus on making sure people know it's a really safe space to say whatever they feel. Mm. Um, or as you say, they don't have to speak if, mm. they, if they want to be quieter. And I think that's the key thing that we do look at in that first session, isn't it? Before we do anything, we make sure that people's expectations of what they think the group is going to be. Yeah. So we do spend a bit of, you know, 10 yeah. minutes really looking at that so yeah. that people can create their group. Because I think it is their group, isn't it? And what it we is. do know is each one that we've been a part of has been very different, really hasn't it? different. Yeah. Um, so again, it's yeah. tailoring a group to it the people is. in the group. It, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. And, that, and that everybody brings their own experience, which is great, isn't it? Mm. Because it's, as you say, no, no group is the same. Um, mm. And, you know, just to be able to be part of that and listen to people's experiences is, is really helpful, isn't it? Mm. And, um, and, and we've got a good offering of groups here at Force. So they, there's quite a variety, isn't there, here? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. When we were talking about it earlier, I didn't realise there were quite as many as, <laughs> as we do have it's, a, it's amazing what you just take for granted yeah. when it's there isn't it yeah. um, and I think that what we we do know is there are different within the groups we do offer they have different levels of, of what they offer aren't they so yeah. some are maybe more um, therapeutic and others yeah. are more support or yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe don't even need you to do much talking at all, for example, no. the art group, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so the art group I think is really special because you don't, you when you go to the art group, you are sharing an activity with other people and, and from time to time um, conversation will come up, perhaps about treatment or where people are, mm -hmm. but the focus is a, about being creative in that group. And there's something really special about that not being um, so intense in some ways. So, and, and it's a great focus for people, I think, in treatment as mm -hmm. well. Um, but some of the other groups, like the Moving Forward group, which is aimed at people when they come to the end of their treatment, you know, that time when the expectation is that life will go back to normal. Yeah. Um, and some people don't find themselves in that place. And so... That, that group is, is a lot of talking, um, and we, but we do a lot of education and signposting in that as well. Um, so it's a, a mixture of, of support in that group. Mm. Um, but, there, but there are others, aren't there? There's, um, so a lot of your team do some, you know, do the groups. Yeah, so um, we've got some that are, um, so what we do know is um, actually how the mind and the body 
you know that they are linked mm. and a diagnosis of cancer can have a ripple effect on anxiety um, so that the physical can um, really affect the mind so um, we know that the stress response is quite um, normal um, but sometimes it can be out of kilter at this time in life so we've got a, a relaxation anxiety management group which is tailored for that that effect really mm. on how we can manage it ourselves. That's really helpful. Um, and it is really, really helpful. But what mm. re really strikes um, any of us that have been doing that group, it's the simplest things that help people that make yeah. a difference. Yeah. Um, so there's the, the techniques and the strategies that we introduce mm. in that group. Mm. So it's very much an educational, um, informing group. Yeah. Um, but also the group themselves bring um, things themselves that help yeah. so it's lovely yeah. so yeah. I love it at the end of the course if I have to ask permission can I nick that one to add <laughs> to the next group because that's really helpful um, and again although we're practicing techniques there's space for people to talk about how it is so it, yeah. it's really and and they use those techniques I've, I've heard of people that have used them three four five years later and still find yeah. it helpful so yeah. I think with that group it's something about you can take forward in life yeah. any circumstance not just around cancer yeah and as you say they they can be really simple can't they mm. you know just it does sometimes it doesn't take long to actually focus on reducing mm. stress and we all experience stress um through life and having those there's really good tools after you know after the treatment finishes is is really excellent um but uh, and i think what comes up often is um so about living in the moment and i know the mindfulness groups uh focus on that um a lot and and i think that again is is it needs practice doesn't it and it needs an understanding of how that works but that can be mindfulness can be a really useful tool going forward and that's run as a group um also isn't it at force it is and i think what's good to know is that with both of those groups it's for anyone that's affected by cancer so it can be yeah. the patient it can be those that are going alongside to family members friends yeah um yeah. so it's available to, to, to everyone you're listening to the force cancer charity podcast we know about the the, the special support that groups offer um and but there are another couple of groups i think that aren't that are really helpful so um, we do have a physio here called Louise and um, she does some group exercise so again it's not the traditional sort of support group but the support that people get from that group is really invaluable um, so it's a, it's a great fun group it's a really <laughs> energetic group um, and you know all the exercises are tailored to people's needs um, but the support that's generated in that group um, I know that Louise often talks about it and, it and it really feels as if it's something special for the people that attend. Well, I guess if you think about um, going to a gym um, when you're well and healthy, gyms have a different yeah. meaning, don't they? Yeah. And I think having um, people that have had a similar experience and have had that effect on the body, yeah. it, it, there's yeah. an, an understanding at a level that's really valuable, isn't yeah. it, I think? Yeah. Because to walk into a gym when you've you're you're living and managing something and nobody else understands you know yeah. experiencing that yeah. i think that's why those groups are so popular aren't yeah. they and there's something about motivating 
adapting yourself to attend as well because you don't want to let your group <laughs> you don't want to let the group down and I think that's really you know that mm. is helpful isn't it yeah. it's that sort of commitment to it and I, mm. I know because I've picked up the phone and people say oh I can't attend the group today how gutted people are not to be able to come yeah um so mm. yeah really special I think that probably runs through all groups isn't there there's something yeah. about once you've got the relationships building yes. in the group yeah you, you want to be there yeah. to, to support each other isn't it yeah as, definitely as the time goes along definitely um yeah I'm just trying to think what else we I mean, offer I guess I just... there's the, the, the uh, group that's which we've struggled with names haven't we and, yes. and we're teasing around yes. it so people that are living with cancer as a secondary disease yeah um, yeah so that's quite a new group actually isn't it mm. but we we're really aware that there's a lot of people living um, with a, a secondary cancer diagnosis mm. that are living well for much much longer um, than perhaps you know 20 or 30 years ago and of course the needs for those people will be quite different from people who um, are hopeful of curative uh, treatment so um, so that group is quite new and and really just looks at again what supports people to live well um, with secondary cancer and um, knowing that there's lots of uncertainty uh, in that for them mm-hmm. um, and I think uncertainty does um, it is an element for anybody wherever they are with their cancer but probably more so for people with a secondary diagnosis so um, that's a pilot group at the moment but hopes to be a real um, you know an ongoing commitment from force to support people and I'm just thinking as we're saying about what groups can give each other in terms of understanding yeah I'm imagining with that group yeah um, yeah, that, that level of understanding is really yeah, key, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it will be really valuable because we had yeah. a look around the country to see what was on offer um, and it's not an obvious support group at the moment for people so it would be really interesting to see um, how people uh, gain support from that mm-hmm. going forward. And I think that's what we know about force, isn't it? We'll start with something but it does evolve, it changes yeah. and we go along with feedback, don't we? So yeah. I think that's what's always been key. Yeah. Yeah. We're really um, keen and open to hearing people's experiences so that we know how we might adapt and tweak it. Yeah. Yeah. It, isn't it? It's, yeah. And that I guess that's one that's at the early stage so yeah. it may change over time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so we'll be off. We'll be asking for feedback. I know that's uh, it's not like a TripAdvisor, but it's close, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking we've so we've um, the children's group that that's changed. That's for um, children of either a parent. I think mainly with a parent that has a mm-hmm. cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. and and how those groups run, they've changed. There's different mm-hmm. um, ways that. That we've those groups have been created. I think the most current one is um, the groups set up with a mixture of art and mindfulness. Oh wow! Um, so um, the facilitator of that group has got um, experience in both backgrounds and has blended them together nicely. Fantastic! Um, so that's that. The, yeah. the the art from the first session is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and just listening to the energy in the building of the children oh. is has just been. Yeah. Um, wonderful. So it's them being with their peers, yeah. you know, like we have yeah. with the other groups. It's important for children to be able to be alongside each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's that's. Really, I think that's really important, isn't it? Because mm. that's one of the key questions, isn't it, for parents particularly, is um, how children are going to be supported. Mm. Definitely. So there's the the one that uh, did we have mentioned acupuncture? Uh, I don't think we no. have. No. Yeah. So that's really helpful, isn't it, for mm. a lot of people? So I think currently the acupuncture is running for dry mouth for uh, people who've had treatment for head and neck cancer um, and also um, hot flushes from um, hormone treatment <clears throat> uh, so that's uh, that, that, that again is obviously it's a group of people perhaps not discussing <laughs> uh, so intimately their own experiences of treatment but um, it's a good source of support mm. for people yeah again as you said before you know it's about swapping tips isn't it exactly and i think if you've got a group with like so whether it's dry mouth or hot flushes yeah you can um just share what may or may not be helping isn't yeah. it as, yeah definitely yeah, yeah mm. there's a lot in that i think when cancer turns your life upside down force is here to help just pick up the phone or drop us a line we'll give you the details at the end of this podcast um, what we are aware of is that that effect of cancer is ongoing. Um, so when a loved one dies, um, there's that ripple effect on, and then who's um, mm. left behind? And primarily at the moment, we're offering support in group support um, mm. for a partner, um, and that's a mixture of ma- uh, male and female, and it can be anything up to. Um, 18 months past the bereavement mm-hmm. that somebody might join a group yeah. and again we're, we're running a pilot one at the moment which is six sessions um, of an hour and a half mm-hmm. and how's that been that first yeah I think um, what's interesting is this, it's that normal bit of people getting to suss out what the group is yeah how it's working, um, who's in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know about you, I always think there's some magic happens mm. in the break. Yes. And even yeah. in this one, in the first, we had the break halfway through and then yeah. it felt like it eased it's, into, there's yeah. a relief that comes of, sure. they're not going to ask me to do anything I don't no. want to. No. Um, no. Uh, these people get it. I think yeah. it was very much um, the shared experience. Yeah. And must, is what knits them together. Yeah, there must be a worry about, you know, if people are going to be over-emotional as well uh, in the group. That must be it. But I think sometimes it gives permission that it's okay to as well. Yeah. That if you can feel that energy and yeah. actually if somebody is emotional, um, there's like a lifting from others to, to support, support them. Yeah. And then that it's a bit like a wave. It, mm. it, it affects people in different mm. times mm. through the groups. Um because I guess different things trigger people as well, don't they? Yeah. So for what might be um, intense for one person isn't for another. So no. there's that, yeah. that we can't hug and touch at the moment, but you can even see people reaching out. They lean yeah. forward yeah. Um, to support each other. So it's, it's yeah, it's, um, I think that's a thread that runs through all the groups, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a, that willingness to support. Mm. Um, obviously, the support from force, but there's a willingness for people in the group to support each other as mm. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's the groups at the moment. Yeah, so watch and this space. I wouldn't space. be surprised <laughs> what groups might come in the future. <laughs> no, it's a great um, offering, actually. Yes, and I think yeah. most of the details are on the website, aren't they? Um, so... Um, have a look at our website and the um, at Force Cancer Charity, 
and um, you should be able to find out a bit more. And I guess our thinking with the groups that we have are running are looking at the effects of people that have had a diagnosis living with it and those that are living with the effects of someone yeah. that's had cancer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we'll look, at, look forward to maybe seeing you in a group. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Force Cancer Charity Podcast. If you need support from Force, call us on 01392 406 151 or send an email to support at forcecancercharity.co.uk. You'll find more details on our website, forcecancercharity.co.uk.